Good morning. When I was invited to share about praying for the city, I have to admit, my gut reaction was no. No one wants to hear how I pray, or rather, how often I don't pray. And praying for the city, why me? Sure, I do spend the bulk of my time in an office on Lake Street in the most culturally diverse neighborhood in all of Minneapolis. But truthfully, most of that time is spent in a windowless basement office in front of my laptop. However, I enjoy a challenge, and I don't easily pass up on an opportunity to have a conversation about love and equity and justice, which this sounded like it could be, so here we are. If you happen to be anything like me and hearing me just suggest that we're about to have a conversation right now has you feeling a bit uncomfortable and vulnerable in the pews, don't worry. I won't be calling on anyone or asking for answers, but I would like to take a moment to offer an invitation. If you'd ever like to sit down for coffee or tea or over a glass of fizzy water and talk about love and equity, just let me know. Mary Oliver, an American poet who recently transitioned from this earthly world, believed that poetry mustn't be fancy. Her poetry suggests she felt the same about prayer. Her poem, Praying. It doesn't have to be the blue iris. It could be weeds in a vacant lot or a few small stones. Just pay attention then patch a few words together, and don't try to make them elaborate. This isn't a contest, but the doorway into thanks, and a silence in which another may speak. These words resonate for me in a few different ways. First, patching a few words together, nothing fancy, is most often how I describe how I pray. I've been really fortunate to spend time in prayer with many of you here over the years, in small groups, on prayer teams, in faith formation. And in those vulnerable moments, I've felt called to share that my belief, my true belief is that God is okay with me praying ugly or praying messy. That if I throw some words or some thoughts or some feelings toward God, they will be received and God will make some sense of it. The second way that I relate to Mary Oliver's words is the notion that prayer opens up space or silence into which another voice may enter. I'm no expert on the city, but I feel deeply called into spaces where communities gather, where individuals and groups with different lived experiences, different historical perspectives, different cultural backgrounds and beliefs, where these communities converge. I feel pulled into these spaces, and when there, I am often called to pray, which for me looks like asking questions, or wondering and listening for answers, for stories. For a number of years, the wonder that I've prayed was placed in my mind and on my heart by Vietnamese monk, poet, and peace activist Thich Nhat Hanh. 
please tell me, how can I love you better? I wonder, I pray, how can I love God better? How can I love my neighbor better? How can I love better? When I work in, when I'm existing and living in these convergences of communities full of energy, yet simultaneously full of joy and deep pain, harmony and discord, I am really aware of my privilege as a cisgender, straight, white American woman, that that identity is deeply intertwined with how I see the world, that it grants me the power to turn away or step out of these convergences, that I must choose to continually ground myself by asking, how can I love you better? How can I truly love God if I don't fully love all his children? How can I fill you, fill my neighbors and friends, fill those I may only briefly encounter throughout my day? How can I fill you with God's love when you are hungry, when you are cold, if you need a bed, if you don't feel safe, if you're dying? How can I express God's love in a way that leads all God's children toward justice, equity, and abundant lives? And how do I, as Mary Oliver suggests, create space into which another may speak? I don't have clear answers, and often the questions lead to more questions. But I do know that I am called to do justly love mercy, and walk humbly. To share God's love publicly by fighting for a more just and equitable society and being disruptive when necessary. I know that to be a follower of Christ, I must walk the path toward radical love and continually ask and pray, how do I love you better? I invite you to join with me as I close in prayer. Creator God, thank you for this time together today. I ask that each day you open our hearts and our minds so we may listen to the brave voices sharing how we may love better. Help us to hear so that we may join our neighbors and all of your children in celebrating joys, mourning deep pain and sorrow, and living abundant lives together. May beloved community be realized. Amen.